Welcome to the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Marina Buxov, holistic health coach, clinical herbalist, and functional medicine pharmacist, or just holistic pharmacist for short. Whether you're a healthcare professional helping to support the health of your clients or going through your personal healing journey, I believe you will find yourself right at home with this podcast. My co-hosts and I will be merging the scientific with the holistic all season long, as well as sharing stories that will touch your heart and challenge your mind. Please enjoy the show. Hi there, and welcome to the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast. I'm Dr. Jenna Carmichael. I am one of the co-hosts for this revamp of the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast, and I will be hosting moving forward our journal club section of the podcast. And I am so excited today to talk with Carrie Cootie about um, the a multi-center, double-blind, randomized study of the lavender oil preparation selection in comparison to lorazepam for generalized anxiety disorder. And I'm super excited to discuss this topic today. So Carrie, I'm going to give you a little bit of background about you for our listeners today, and then we're just going to dive right in. Sounds great. So Carrie Cootie is a Christian, a Christian, a wife, mom, integrative health practitioner, PharmD, and co-host of Take the Upgrade podcast. She helps women prioritize their health as a real passion after seeing how broken the healthcare system is. She loves putting the pieces together and getting to the root cause of her clients' issues and walking on their journey with them. Carrie's greatest role is being a wife to BJ and a mom to Edie and Cooper. Thank you so much, Carrie, for being with us today. Yes, I'm excited to dig in. I think this is a great, a great topic we have and a great study we have to kind of look at and, and hopefully it's going to be of value to the listeners and viewers. Yes. You know, the thing that actually surprised me the most when I was reading this study was that it was published in 2010. That's amazing. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Like where, where's this been? Right. (laughs) Right. I thought that that was really crazy to even Mm -hmm. think that we've had information like this. Um, you know, I, I'm an essential oiler, you know, I kind of got into the whole holistic movement for myself, like through the foothold of essential oils and Mm -hmm. I love to see that there's actual information and data. So I'm really, really excited to talk about this today. Definitely. And and thank goodness there's more and more every year, you know, which (laughs) is needed, obviously. So, yep. Yeah. So why don't you give us a little bit of background about this trial? Kind of what makes this a little different than say the essential oil that you just grab at the health food store or something like that? Yeah, sure. So I really wanted to pick this um, because I feel like it's important for people to have options. And we know that, especially when we think about anxiety and what drugs are typically prescribed, they have a lot of side effects that often people just learn to deal with because obviously they are helpful, of course, but the side effects come with it. So I'm thankful that now we have this laid out and, and we have studies to prove that natural alternatives can be a great, great thing that are just as effective per this study result and have very little, if any side effects. So to me, that's really exciting because I know so many people deal with anxiety in some way, shape or form. And, you know, I was looking at a little, a few statistics. I mean, it's estimated that 40 million people 
deal with anxiety, but I'm thinking it's probably much, much more than that. You know, those are just the ones that have actually been diagnosed with anxiety, but you just think about 2020 and 2021 who didn't deal with anxiety. So, you know, needless to say, I do think it's a, um, a very important topic that, you know, as pharmacists or healthcare professionals, or, you know, might have a mixed listening to this podcast or, or video, but we need to be able to have different options to offer those that, that come to us and want, you know, and need help. I agree completely. You know, I, um, I recently heard this, um, this concept of high functioning anxiety mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, that's me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's not you know, bad enough to go right. get something. Exactly. And, and, you know, that's such a good point because that's what I mean, as far as I feel like it's a much bigger issue than we actually, uh, than, than it's documented because so many are high functioning, but you know, I just think about, okay, well, you're high functioning. You're, it's not debilitating, but yet what are you really doing to your health? In the meantime, um, we know that there's a, just a lot of stress hormones that get that are, are, are circulating and, mm-hmm. and what effect that can cause. So I, I think you hit the nail on the head with that. <laughs> so. Well, and I think that that's where this idea of lavender is so wonderful, right? Because mm-hmm. You hear anxiety and, oh, lavender, go for lavender. It's relaxing. It has all of these lovely components in it. But, you know, a lot of times we think of lavender as an aromatherapy. You know, we're going to put it in our diffusers or we're going to put it on in our lotions and things. But to see a study that has internal use of lavender, I think is very interesting. I agree with you on that. And that was definitely going to be something I wanted to touch on because, we, I mean, obviously everybody who hasn't heard of lavender, right? It's scented, it's in scented things. And we're just very familiar with that, you know, that scent or that the name of the name lavender as an essential oil and a scent. But I do feel like so many are very hesitant to even think about taking essential oils internally. And I definitely understand why the quality just hasn't been there for a long time, you know, to be able to, to warrant that. But now with just the focus on quality that, that, you know, a few companies have, I think it's, it's definitely, uh, really the best way to use lavender for anxiety is internally. Um, you know, you can use it the other ways and I'm not saying it won't be helpful, but if your body needs that much extra support for anxiety, I just think that that internal use is going to be much more effective than, um, using it aromatically or topically. So, yeah. So let's get into the, um, to the meat of the study then in terms of efficacy, you know, I think that this is amazing that this is not a placebo controlled or, Mm -hmm. you know, lavender against placebo. This is lavender against a benzodiazepine against lorazepam. So tell me about this. What did this study, I mean, tell me about the study, how, how they kind of looked at it. And, um, I'm just really interested in this. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Well, let's dive in. Um, like you said, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, when we hear about studies, it's got all the kind of bells and whistles, right? It's multi-centered, it's double-blind, it's it's randomized, like all those things that you kind of want to, to have in place for it to be a true trial with, with great outcomes, let's say. Um, but it was a six-week clinical study um, where they did um, perform and evaluate really the efficacy of Selexin, which is an internal lavender, um, against uh, benzodiazepine, which they chose lorazepam. And they wanted to specifically target those that have been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. Um, And they use something called the Hamilton anxiety rating scale to really measure as an objective measurement of um, the severity of the anxiety, obviously at baseline. And then again, at six weeks. 
Um, and so they, they took these two different um, groups of people, obviously one um, was on lorazepam and the other was on this oral form of lavender and just really had feedback from them all throughout the study. And then of course, use this scale to see, okay, how are you doing at the beginning? And then how are you doing um, at the end of the trial? And um, I think it was just amazing that the, that they deduced that the lavender really had no sedative effects, whereas the lorazepam, of course, we know it's, you know, it's pretty known for that. So um, to me, that was a huge win. And just that the efficacy was there um, in, in this trial. Yeah, I, um, I was really surprised to see that when they were looking at this and, you know, this rating scale that, you know, you see that, okay, the decrease in anxiety of the lorazepam compared to the lavender was essentially the same, yeah. which I think is amazing. So here we're now saying that in a randomized double blind controlled study, we have seen that lavender essential oil taken internally is just is good when we're talking about anxiety compared to a benzodiazepine, which I think is mind blowing, right? Because like, I yeah. don't think I would have ever seen this study. <laughs> I don't think that this study would have ever existed. And I, I think that's amazing. I'm so excited that this study exists. Definitely. And, and you know what, what it makes me kind of think of is and, and everybody maybe has a different perception when they think about essential oils, but most of the time people think about them as a nice smell, as something mm -hmm. that you might use um, in conjunction with something else. Oh, you're going to need to be on this, but you can use this also, you know, um, not necessarily taking into account the actual real benefits that they can have for something that's maybe a little bit more progressed of, of um, a type disorder or, uh, you know, something that you would think, oh, I need something a lot stronger than just lavender for this. So I feel like that that's what it brings to mind and kind of validates for me is that, yes, these can go toe to toe per se with something like um, a benzodiazepine. Yeah, it's, it's I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that they come out with a lot more um, trials such as this. And I know that there are a lot in the works. Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I was doing a little background. I was trying to figure out. So I, I saw that there actually was another trial that they looked at similar, um, same product, the Selexin, but they used it against uh, paroxetine. Hmm, okay. which was also interesting. Um, they did the same idea, the Hamilton anxiety rating chart and very similar results. They had a placebo arm as well, but the, the, um, siloxin, the lavender arm plus and the, um, paroxetine arm similar again in efficacy and decreasing anxiety. Um, because I believe in this trial, what they were kind of talking about was they found that those people that had mixed anxiety and depression, they mm -hmm. found that that seemed to help a little bit with that as well. And so I guess that's probably the reason why they went to the SSRI, but yeah, it's fascinating. <laughs> it's just it so, I'm just so excited to see that there is wonderful, robust data like this, um, that's coming out there. I agree. And, and like I said, I, I feel confident there'll be more and more. I know that there's more advancements, more technologies, more um, just because you think about something from nature that hasn't been adulterated or, you know, it's just a pure plant, um, you know, the essential oil of the plant. It's, it just has so many ways that it can work there. And, mm -hmm. and, and we're just, we're all the time discovering different ways that essential oils can benefit because when you take an essential oil internally, the fact that it, it's going to do what your body 
is, 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 is going to support your body in coming back to homeostasis. So you think about, okay, using lavender for anxiety, but what else is it helping with is, is always, you know, it's kind of like thinking about it like side benefits versus side effects. So I think not only is, does it have very little side effects that you can, you know, that you can experience, um, you know, that you could mark down or whatnot, but I just think there's a lot of side benefits that we might not even know are happening when we take something like an essential oil, because it is so complex. Yeah, I agree. There's so many, um, you know, phytochemicals and polyphenols and all Mm -hmm. these like really amazing sciencey, really cool (laughs) stuff that are all in essential oils. And they really just don't know how all of these have the effects that they do, but we know that they do. They have wonderful, amazing effects, particularly on mood. Um, yeah, I know definitely. for myself, for certain, you know, I, I put that citrus oil in my diffuser mm-hmm. and I just like feel amazing, uplifted all day long. Yeah. And I know that that, you know, is not just psychosomatic, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely not. There's there, you know, and just speaking to pharmacists, I know that we went through organic chemistry and like all these different science type um, classes, but that really is what essential oil chemistry is based off of. It's organic chemistry. So I just, um, that I, I loved that part of, of learning and, and looking at all these different structures and, and, you know, this affects this part of your body and this, it's just, it's really neat. It took me back to the, my pharmacy school days. And I, I just think, when, when I look at the roots of pharmacy, it really did come from the plants. Um, and we know that so many medications are derived from plants that they found in nature and they're synthesized obviously for different, um, prescription medications, but I just love that we can use things from nature and, and there are very little side effects related to that. And we can have really amazing outcomes, just like it showed in the study. So if you, um, if someone was listening to our podcast today and they Mm -hmm. heard the amazing results that essentially from this study, that lavender oil in this product formulation, um, is equally efficacious in treating anxiety compared to lorazepam, a benzodiazepine, you know, what kind of, um, what would you suggest to this person if say, maybe they have this kind of generalized anxiety, maybe it's not bad enough that it's technically been diagnosed yet, Mm -hmm. but yeah, we've had a rough couple of years. Everybody's feeling a little bit of anxiety right now. Um, based on the information from this study, what would you tell that person? I would just say that it's, you know, I know that we are so resilient. Our body is so resilient. It's wonderfully made. God made our bodies to withstand a lot, but the fact that it can only do that for so long before you're going to start seeing some other things pop up. I just think it's a really great, um, idea to think like, how can I support my body and not always feel like I have to deal with things. And this is really one of the things that I loved after I kind of discovered essential oils was that I would, I didn't really want to take prescription medications, even though I'm a pharmacist (laughs) or really OTCs, right? I kind of just tried to to dodge them whenever I could and just dealt with things. But, uh, and I, you know, you might, you might could relate to that or not, but I just love that I could now, I now had these tools that I could use to support my body and just to help it come back to homeostasis a little sooner, right? A little quicker versus just staying in these stress responses that again, I know that's a whole other conversation, but that really can wreak havoc on your body over time. So I would just say, be open to more support. 
obviously we know that movement and sunlight and diet, and there's so many other supports, but this is just one more tool in your toolbox that you can use to support your body. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised that this is a, it's a powerful tool to use. I completely agree. Um, yeah, I am. I, I am a burnout survivor is kind of what I call myself. Well, you think now. about the, the healthcare industry. I mean, right. how many people could raise their hand there? A right. lot, the majority. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think the thing that I have noticed too, is that by adding on these holistic tools that I am now able to understand in myself when I am becoming out of balance faster yes than I used to be. So before it got to the point when I was just like sitting in a corner sobbing because everything mm-hmm. was so overwhelming, but now I get to a point where I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm starting to feel a little anxious. I'm starting mm-hmm. to feel a little overwhelmed. What do I need to do? What are the things that are in my toolbox to help me be able to overcome these types of um, issues that are going on? And is that journaling? Is mm-hmm. that some sort of, you know, herbal tea that I need? some sort of, you know, herbal ally in that way. And Mm -hmm. I believe essential oils are also part of that as well. Yeah, I I agree. It, it, it's not that we can eliminate all stress. It's that's really not the goal because it's not, it's just not possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and especially with people in the, um, healthcare industry, it's like, I, I think there's a lot of pride there sometimes in the fact that we can just keep going and we can do it and we can pick up that extra shift and we can, you know, um, and, and I, I used to definitely pride myself on like being an amazing multitasker and like, I could just get things done. It's, it's like quicker than, than others around me. And definitely there was some pride there, but there was also some burnout there over time. So I just, I, I definitely love the idea of just being more aware of how you're feeling versus just kind of stuffing it down. Um, is, is probably the first, <laughs> the first step in this whole thing of, of just trying to honor our bodies and, and give them what they need in the moment. And because we, we all want them to perform as they were intended, right? We don't really, we don't really want these symptoms that we feel, whether it be anxiety or headaches or fatigue, whatever. So I just think we have to start with honoring, you know, what it's asking of us and really listening. And I think too, I've realized in myself too, that, you know, there have been times when you just feel bad for a really long time. And then you just think that that's normal. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's what happens over time. Right. Yeah. You're like, and so then when you start to feel better, then you go to yourself, why on earth did I wait this long to do the things that I know that I need to get to the place to be right. And, and then you start kind of doing that, kicking yourself in the, oh, I should have known better sort of thing, but this is all, it's all within your own time, right? All of this that you have to, you have to learn the things that work the best for you personally. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that's the other part of this is, you know, for us that work in healthcare, we have guidelines and we have these things that help us treat populations of people, Mm -hmm. but yet we kind of forget that each individual in front of us is a human individual person on their own journey, dealing with their own things. And that complicates and makes life more interesting (laughs) in terms of how we help these people as well. Definitely. Yeah. And that's that to me, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful for the medical system, but that is definitely a flaw that it has is that they don't necessarily take the individual in, in it's in, in their, you know, their whole looking at the whole person into consideration. 
Um, so I, I do think pharmacists can come in there because we do have a great relationship with um, the clients or the patients that we see and just just try to help them and, and guide them the best that we can, right, for mm-hmm. their, you know, for them as an individual. Yeah. Yeah. And and one more thought that, that I had while you were um, talking is that if you are going at such a high pace and high capacity, which we're, we're called to now, you know, those in healthcare are really called to that. Your body is going to need extra support. Like, I don't, I don't care who you are. It's just going to need extra support to be able to withstand that. Right. I mean, hopefully it won't be like that forever. There might be just seasons that are a little bit higher output, but just realize that your body's going to need extra rest and it's going to need extra support by maybe things like essential oils or other supplements or just, you know, diet plays a big part in this as well. And so I just think that's important at any rate to, to kind of take into consideration. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. And I think that that's a great ending (laughs) to our discussion today because it's so, so true. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I actually was able to find the product, this selection, um, that is in the U S so it is produced under the name of calm aid by Mm -hmm. nature's way. Um, that was the, that is the product that is available in the States. Um, I looked it up. It's like $20 for 30 caplets Mm -hmm. or whatnot. So not super expensive. Um, definitely worth a try if you feel that you are open to it. Um, so we'll make sure to put that link in the show notes as well, but I just want to thank you so much, Carrie today, um, for discussing lavender essential oil and how we can use it to better help with, um, our anxiety. So I appreciate you so much for coming on. It's my pleasure. Great conversation. Thank you for tuning into the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed creating it. If you learned something new from it, I'd love if you could leave us a five-star review and share it with a friend who might love it too. You can find me on any of the podcast and social media platforms by looking up Holistic Pharmacist or Dr. Marina Booksov. Thank you for your support and see you next time.